0: I can't hear her.
1: Uh, She's dancing. Going blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Wow. My girlfriend, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Talk about it. You pointed me towards this top 100 games on Steam, which instantly confused me. Yeah. Because it's not ordered in a way that I understand.
0: Oh, I think it's cool. All right. So this is the Steam released the top 100 games. um, Or sorry, the games of the top Hundred most gross revenue for 2016 so these yeah. are the games that made the most money in 2016 and they you. give it in an order from like one to a hundred so you could figure out exactly how much each one makes but you got mm-hmm. like platinum and these are the 12 games that made the most money this year and then you got gold and these are the the next 12 games that made the next most money this year and then you got silver which i think is like 16 games so it's like tiered So it's good enough that you can go in here and and be like, okay, so these are the roughly the top 10 top selling games. And here's like, these are from 10 to 25. You have a pretty good idea of how much each game is making. Uh, Well, you have a pretty good idea of how games stack up against each other, which is interesting.
1: I guess the thing is, like, it's weird because I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, I didn't expect X or Y. And it's like, this is just Steam. I have to keep remembering that. Yeah, it's true.
0: It is just Steam. Like Call of Duty,
1: like because Infinite Warfare is in bronze, and Black Ops 3 is in gold. And I saw that and was like,
0: what?
1: But then I was like, Black Ops 3 has been out longer. Also, this is just PC, which isn't really the main place for Call of Duty.
0: So I think uh, some things to keep in mind here. You're right. This is only PC, and this is only PC games that are on uh, Steam. So Mm. Overwatch isn't on here, for instance. Um, Or you get games like... How well did Dragon Age do? I don't know. Dragon Age Inquisition came out on Steam eventually, but was out on, like, the EA store a lot sooner. So this isn't a great... Like, it isn't a perfect look at the industry. By mm-hmm. by far, it's not. But it is still extremely interesting, especially for indie games, because uh, indie games mostly pretty much all release on Steam first. Like, Steam is pretty much how indie games... It's where they thrive. It's it's where you release mm-hmm. So in that way, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting to me to see that things like Firaxis has two games in the top 10. This was not designed as a way for people to figure out what the best games were. This was designed as a way to sell these games. It's like, hey, these are the (laughs) games that, that's what this is. This is like, here's the top games of 2016. According to our data, consider buying them. Uh, You Mm. weren't supposed to be able to figure out how much these games have grossed. True. Um, People are very protective of those numbers in general. I can imagine, yeah. People like Sergey does Steam Spy. Um, Steam Spy is an incredible uh, resource if you ever want to kind of mm. look at how much money a game is doing or how many units it's selling or stuff on Steam. It It's not perfect, but it's a great resource. Uh, and people request their games be taken down from it all the time. People complain about it all the time. Steam can't come out and say exactly how much each of these games is grossing. And they don't want to list it because then you, you're giving... Uh, different companies a competitive advantage if they have for instance if pharaxis has two games in the top 10 uh, and they know how much those two games have grossed they can they'll know any game that falls in between them that they fall between these two numbers and that sort of thing Mm. so so in a way it makes sense they didn't exactly list it but it is still interesting um it's interesting to me that rocket league may uh is in the top 12 for like Rocket League is basically almost in the top 10 for for gross revenue, but yeah. Rocket League only costs $20, whereas Civ costs $60. So mm. they may that means like they have something on par with three times as many players buying that game. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, no, I, I totally get you.
0: Though most of, um, and I thought the games that would gross the most money would be the the game, the sixty dollars price point games because those are the yeah, ones that
1: that just seems to make sense.
0: Yeah, like they're the most expensive. Um, they're probably because they're the most expensive. They probably have the biggest budget. You hope that those are the games that make the most money. Mm. But uh, there's a free to play game Dota Two.
1: Yeah, in that the top that was 12. the part that was like, I guess that's its microtransactions,
0: yeah. They're selling so many microtransactions in Dota 2, it's actually one of the top grossing games. Yeah, which, which is, is
1: crazy. Which is crazy. next to Grand Theft Auto Five and like you say, Civ Six and Yeah. No Man's Sky is in there, which is interesting.
0: It is interesting. No Man's but... Sky
1: is in the same part as like Fallout Four.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like these are all platinum games. Mm. Fallout Four, CSGO. CSGO.
1: That is an interesting one. Because that's been out for a long time. And it's always selling. And I think the popularity of that as an eSport, and eSports in general, Mm -hmm. is why that's so high.
0: So is there a lot of uh, DLC that came out for... I don't know anything about CSGO. Did it have a lot of like microtrans?
1: I think you've got microtrans. I know you can buy and sell weapon skins, but I think that's on the user end. Because I've seen people selling their own weapon skins and stuff. So I don't know if Valve really dip into that themselves, I'm not sure. I haven't played a ton of CSGO. I've watched people play CSGO. Gotcha. But I haven't played a ton of it. But I'm
0: not I like I said I'm I'm not big on, on Twitch stuff. So like the it it's surprising to me that CSGO, a fifteen dollar price point game, and Dota two, a free to play game, are two of the top grossing games on Steam.
1: Mm. Like
0: that's Dota Two especially is incredibly surprising. I guess it shouldn't be. It's very popular.
1: It's like some of the biggest prize pools goes to Dota 2 games run by, uh, I think, Valve actually run them themselves. It's that crazy. It's huge. surprised me. Yeah. Like I said, it's I, not quite League of Legends levels, but it's
0: yeah, still Yeah, but that being said, there. League of Legends is not on this because League of Legends isn't totally no. sold through Steam. That's yeah, why exactly. if, if you had all PC games, I'd be interested to see things like how much gross revenue does... Uh, you know, Overwatch, Steam, all the Blizzard mm. games. Those games all do super well. I feel like uh,
1: they must have made a killing off of Overwatch. Like,
0: yeah, I'm sure that's, that's
1: that's seemingly done so well. Seemingly, I mean, I know I've bought loads of those fucking loot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, a lot
0: of people have. Uh, in the, it, there's a huge debate about even how moral that is, like selling people a i'm gonna sell you a box what are you buying you don't know you roll the dice there's a chance you could get something you maybe want there's a chance you don't it's gambling
1: it's kind of weird that could because in league of legends if i want a specific skin i can just buy that
0: exactly like
1: i can buy i have to pay for it if i want it but like i can still just go i want that skin and it is kind of annoying but i still do it because it's like like a skin will come out in like like, during the Olympics, there was a Tracer had a really cool one that was the uh, one with her with the Union Jack flag on her back as a cape. And, like, it looked really cool. And I was like, that's awesome. I need that skin in my life. And so I just bought, like, a few of the things. So I was like, oh, I can just buy them. And then, you know, I think I had got through, like, six before I actually, like, got it. And it's like, yeah, it would have been nice if I could just buy it. But then, I don't know. You can buy all these sk- A lot of skins you can buy of in-game currency as well. So... But then you get the oh, in-game see. currency via the loot boxes. Now I think about it, so but you don't it's have to buy loot boxes. Very
0: convoluted. Everything you're describing right here, it's kind of like making me smile because it's evil in a way. What we're doing right now, uh, and I, mm. they're in China. They're cracking down on some of this stuff. Like any, oh, if you sell a loot box or something like that, um, like this is not a one-to-one example. But basically, if you sell a, a mystery box, you have mm. to list the percentage chance that you will get each thing. So that a person's like, I'm buying this and there's a 10% chance that the thing I want will be in it, which you don't even have here. Like, you, no. did you have any idea what the odds were that you would get that tracer skin? No,
1: but you do get a, like, they're colored in the same way you colored Diablo loot. So mm-hmm. like a, that tracer skin would be like a purple thing or like a gold. And it's like, so you know, that's rarer. So, you know, there's less of a chance of you getting that, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, it's like I say you get the you get a free loot box every time you level up. So you could you just do it for free. That's, there is that's the option that get,
0: you, I know. It it's like you you sell hope. You sell the uh the the way you appeal to the American market uh in, and in me. Yeah, the American market. I'm sorry. I guess a better way to put it would be the uh the western
1: yes, countries. The,
0: so Europe, America, uh, the way you sell to us would be to you can get anything. You can achieve anything, but you get it so much faster if you mm. just put down money. A lot money
1: in. Yeah. Whereas
0: the way you generally do microtrans in Korea or China or something like that is uh, some some things you just need money and you can pay to win and that's fine. This person decided Yeah. if person A decides to um, go out, get a job. Uh, make a lot of money and then use that money to buy something in game that's one way and person b can decide to just play the game constantly day and night and not have a job and that's another way and that's fine and honestly the person who's buying things with money is probably going to get there a lot faster and they're just Mm. kind of fine like the idea of pay to win is offensive in the american market and is totally normal in the asian market that's Uh,
1: true i mean because that's the thing with these boxes and everything it's all like it affects the game in no way it's all cosmetic like there's nothing you can buy in overwatch that would make you better because that would just i I would find that annoying i'd be like you fucking kidding me like like there's a gun (laughs) that i can't get because i didn't buy it that's bullshit or like a character that would change the balance of the game completely so far they've done the characters for free like to their credit everything maps and everything have all been free updates so it's like okay. And the things
0: they buy they sell you are cosmetic or they'll help you get something faster, but they won't they're not necessary. You can't pay to win. And no. that's if you can pay to win, most Americans and I'm guessing people in the UK would just stop playing. They would just be like, Oh, this is this just goes to whoever has the most money, fuck this game and that would be the end of yeah. it, right?
1: It de- I mean it depends on the game. Like Simpsons tapped out is a classic thing of like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll just fucking pay pound and unlock this thing now fuck it because it you're not really you could... playing against anyone i guess it's just all for things for you yeah, to look yeah
0: but is it so there's are you talking like it's a velvet rope like you can't get this content unless you pay
1: you can but it's like do you want to wait for like the next three days for this thing to load gotcha. or do you just want to spend a pound now and you can get it so there's gotcha. still the option and it's my choice i guess that's the thing whereas if it was a compare thing like an overwatch like if there were like Oh, these people, because they bought, like, the season pass, they're, like... Because I've seen plenty of stuff. Like, I know, like, in Forza Horizon 3, I level up faster than other people because I bought the Super Mega Edition. Mm -hmm. So, like, I get more XP than other people. Which doesn't really matter. Like, I unlock things a bit quicker, like perks and stuff. But realistically, that kind of only affects my offline play. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know what who you're disadvantaging maybe by doing that. Whereas if it was the case in Overwatch, if someone was getting more XP because they paid for it, it would be like, oh man. Because those levels feel like achievements and stuff like that. Like yeah. your level whatever, it feels like, oh, you've played a fuck ton of the game. That's how you've got to that level. So mm-hmm. yeah, hmm. interesting interesting stuff
0: that is yeah free to play it's a constant conversation because it feels like uh games as a service is becoming more and more of a thing i know this is a mm. bigger about five years ago like the prophecies coming out of san francisco were oh, they jesus had-
1: everything's <laughs> gonna be free to play
0: so yeah silicon so valley You're is all strongly done. believed games as a service is the future for so many mm. reasons like uh piracy uh yep People are going to pirate your game anyway. If you release a $60 game and people aren't paying anything, they're just downloading it for free, then, you know, what good is that? Uh, the... What else? Like, games as a service, generally these are, um... If you give something away for free, you're obviously going to have a a much broader appeal globally. You're going to Mm. have just a lot more people playing. This is useful for things like... Okay, if you make a multiplayer game, um a game where people have to compete multiplayer, such as Overwatch, uh, and there's only you know six people that want to play Overwatch, then your match times, your queue times are going to take forever. Or if there's only like a, a thousand people that want to play Overwatch at any given time, uh, and the skill levels are, are all over the place, you're not going to be able to uh, mm. create fair matches. It, the more people you have playing a game, the more closely you can match players to um, other players with a similar ping yeah. Other players with a similar uh skill level. Um and so you want to get as many people playing as possible at the same time as possible uh with with multiplayer games and so you want to lower the bar to entry as much as possible. There's a theory to this. Like lower the bar of of entry as much as possible. There's no lower bar than this game is free.
1: Yeah, it costs nothing.
0: Like just just download it, it's free. It's free. It's fine. Mm. And then to to make up for that you raise the uh the amount of potential income of potential money you can get from any person and so in a way um for multiplayer games specifically free to play does seem like a really smart thing to do
1: what because i remember this conversation before like after blizzard announced overwatch i remember people talking about oh it's got to be free to play right and then being mad that it wasn't because Mm -hmm. there was that expectation because i i remember not thinking i was like why the fuck should it be free to play it looks like a really shit hard game and i personally would rather just go here's like 50 quid or whatever it was i paid for it let's just have this game i just want all of that game i don't want the free to play heroes thing like i just want it because it looks Mm -hmm. amazing but people were legit like there were people that were like oh that's that's a bad move that's silly but it's not going to work. I don't know. Blizzard and Overwatch are sort of an exception to the rule. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of games seem to be free. Like World of Tanks. And like I'm looking just on Steam. Like there's Smite in the silver category. Oh, yeah. free to play. We should go back and, to this. Yeah, there are some yeah. free to play
0: games through here. Smite is uh, in the top 50-ish, I want
1: to say. Yeah.
0: Warframe.
1: Yeah. Team Fortress 2 is still in gold revenue and i think how yeah. long ago that game came out it was what like 2006 or something
0: yeah they're just selling hats and things at this point right yeah just like
1: yeah it's all cosmetic stuff i think that you buy in that game still i haven't played it money. that's ages, amazing but
0: so i wonder if and when um overwatch will go free to play i mean they had they saw a huge surge in in people playing over the uh they they had a free weekend when i tried it out and I know I was in matches constantly with other people who it was their first game as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. And uh, and I get that, but I don't know. But then again, I knew... Overwatch is an example of a game that I remember everyone saying it should be free, and I was just like, why? Because I, I knew I was going to buy it. From the yeah. minute I saw it, I was like, I will give you whatever amount of money you want. <laughs> you, could, you could literally charge me £100 and just say, you get all the heroes... You get all the maps, every time we do an update, we do it for free you get it for free. You're gonna get more heroes for free. They could have charged me hundred pounds for this game and I wouldn't have felt shortchange.
0: Sure I, uh, I think
1: I'm I, I think I am a rare case for that.
0: <laughs> like No, Blizzard is a brand that is Blizzard consistently releases incredible games. They could get away with charging, no problem. Exactly. If it was some no name company, like if Paladins cost money, Paladins is just mm. like Overwatch, but you've probably never heard of it. I've heard uh,
1: of it. Like I've seen it there, but I've never actually got around to downloading it. Like I, I see I it did. there and I'm like what do you think?
0: From, um I think it's just a cheaper version of Overwatch. I honestly think Overwatch mm. is a superior game. Definitely, um I mean I'm an artist, so I have difficulty looking past the uh specifically I'm an animator, so I have difficulty looking yeah. past the um the quality difference in animations between mm. Overwatch and Paladins, especially because they are so similar, it's yeah. difficult not to compare them. Um, well, and Overwatch... you were kind enough to gift me Overwatch for Christmas, so I have yes. no, reason to play, no reason to play Paladins. Like It's just <laughs> a worse true. version.
1: Well, yeah, um, this is the thing. When I want to scratch that itch, I'm only going to play Overwatch. Like yeah. I, I literally have no interest in even trying things that are similar because i like i've not started to even really get bored with overwatch yet so i'm still like there's no part of me that's like oh well you know i enjoy this but x or y could be better i'm just like this is just great like i got no interest in other versions of this
0: and we've taught we've beaten this horse to death several times there's a lot of games that are very similar that came out and that are flailing right now because they are not Hmm. overwatch and there can be only one (laughs) <laughs> and the one is Overwatch right now. Yeah. As far as character shooters go, um, I would be, I would bet like that would, like Overwatch, League of Legends would be definitely the top grossing games for PC this year. I think. Mm. I think they would be up here on this list, uh, next to XCOM 2 and Fallout. This is an interesting list. There's a, one thing I did want to point out. If I yes. if I may, you um, may,
1: Gwen. It's your birthday. Do what you want. It's
0: my birthday. Is that yeah. why otherwise I would not be allowed to have an opinion? Otherwise,
1: yeah, no. No opinions for Gwen. But today's your birthday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, have you heard of a game called Astroneers? I'm not sure. I think we might have talked about this.
1: Not on the show, we haven't. Uh oh, okay. But you mentioned it, and I've heard of it, but only because it was in... I'd never heard of it. And then I generally look on the Steam store every day just to be like, Oh, what deals are on there? Da, da, da. And... It was like in the top selling games. I'd never heard of it, and Hell it was quite yeah, a cheap price was. point. And I was it like, oh, Super what's this?
0: well. Dude, they demoed. you Remember last ep- last episode? I was talking about how uh, you kind of bond with the people who are near you. Yes, Astroneer was next to us uh, at PAX East,
1: wow. and
0: they are um, they're just a cool group of people. They're like their buddies with like our programmer, uh, Damian. Um, they're a cool group of people. They came out at a very tough time. That's coming out during the holiday yeah, season
1: they, as an like indie that, game. That, that was another you, part of it. That dude, I was like, I've not that. heard of this game at all, and you it's don't. in the top selling things.
0: It's like understood. If you're an indie title, you do not launch during the the like basically from October to December. Don't bother. Like yeah. you're not gonna be able to compete with the massive marketing budgets that are going that are coming in from EA and Activision. Like you're not gonna be able to stand out in these months and Astroneer yeah. did it anyway. It they did. launched and they did super well. They did so well because in a and my theory is because all the games that came out recently are all shooters, are all very similar, and Astroneer is just super different.
1: This might just be because it's the UK page, I don't know, but I've just opened up Steam. And uh-huh. it's the third top-selling game on Steam. Yeah. Like, still. It's just different. It's, like, it's above Grand Theft Auto 5 at the moment.
0: It's just different. You walk around as a cute little astronaut on the world, and you, like, mine into the world, and you you get, you can, the voxel stuff they're doing is cool. I don't know if it's voxel. I'm not a programmer. But, like, the, the stuff they're doing is where you can manipulate the geometry of the world is super oh, cool. Oh, shit. I'm it's watching a fun, video
1: like this right now.
0: Yeah. It's a fun little game. And it's Fuck a fun game. It's $20 this, price point. <laughs> I made a sale. But the the reason I brought it up, no, is... go ahead.
1: The reason I didn't so you'd buy it, but I'm add to cart. Look, you can you can hear this happen right now, like live.
0: History. All right, I'll let there them. Go. I'll direct them to listen to this podcast. I'm sure they will appreciate the sale. Yeah, but... hear that? That's
1: me no. clicking. Hang on. Now I'm gonna click purchase. I clicked it, and I must agree to the terms of services. Okay, now I've clicked purchase. Okay. I bought it just now you, that looked Are really you cool.
0: walking us through how to make purchases on the internet? Yes Gwen,
1: I didn't know if you knew Make sure oh. you agree to the terms of this, service
0: How does this work? Oh, <laughs> Would it, do, you have, do I have to read it? Will I yeah, go to jail I if didn't. I don't read it? I'll be honest, uh, I didn't read it but uh, uh, do, We should pause this so you have time to read <laughs> I'll tell you this right
1: service. now Astroneer is in my purchased games now And PayPal's just popped up Telling me you paid £15.74 To steampowered.com so really, that game $20, was good. It's that $20 looks $20 nice. USD
0: is it cheaper? I thought pounds. So,
1: sometimes they will like they will actually do the actual exchange rate, or it will just be a bit different. I don't I don't know why it's that price, but we it was fifteen seventy four over here.
0: So Steam, um, you when you put a game on Steam, uh, it will automatically you check a box and it will automatically alter your price from USD to. Other countries, how do I explain this? So um, so you get the same amount game, of money either way? No. No, what I'm oh. saying is a, a game will be cheaper in Eastern Europe than it will be in the UK. And sometimes will be cheaper in the UK than it is in America, it, regardless of the exchange rate. Just because um, nobody's buying whatever the equivalent of $60 USD is for a game out in Eastern Europe. Uh, so you just gotcha. check a box to say... I want this to sell for this many dollars in America and price it roughly com- like whatever the equivalent is of that around the world. Yeah. Like be competitive uh, yeah. around the world. And that kind of like makes sense,
1: box. I guess, doesn't it? Because it's yeah. like I could launch it at this price and, like you say, no fuck is going to buy it in another country because they're like, this is like the equivalent of $400. Like, why would I? I'm not going to buy that.
0: Yeah. Even if the exchange rate says like $60 USD is like. I don't know, fifty euro or something in Eastern yeah. Europe. They'll drop it down to like thirty euro or some shit, like yeah. just to just to keep it competitive. Just because price games um, are a luxury resource, and uh, you just gotta oh, totally. drop the price around the world. I need to finish my thought on Astroneer. No, sorry,
1: Astroneer. Yeah, I this, up. this all started because I've now just bought the game and everything. God, so.
0: way to distract everybody. Okay, sorry, Gwen. Astroneer sorry, everyone. Came out two months ago, and is in the top hundred sellers for the year that's fucking
1: crazy and it's still number three in the charts
0: it's doing so well i'm so happy for it's
1: been in it's been in that top 10 like i said for me knowing nothing about it i am aware of it because of it being in the top selling games in steam for so long and it's standing out because it's the only one that i know nothing about like uh, like i'm looking at the top the top 10 right now Afterbirth plus binding of isaac just come out people fucking love binding of isaac it's got money off yeah, Football Manager 2017, fucking huge in the UK. It's a soccer simula- like management simulation thing. One of the biggest selling games ever Sports in the games. UK,
0: consistently up there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Then Astroneer. Then Grand Theft Auto Five. Rust. <laughs> H1Z1. Gary's Mod. Great. Rainbow Six Siege. Gang it's Beast. A cute,
0: it's a cute indie game uh, at a like moderate low price point, twenty dollars price yeah. point game. It's cute. Uh, it came out in a very unlikely time to be successful, and it was incredibly successful. And it was successful so fast, and so immediately. Sixteenth
1: of December—that's
0: crazy. God, they're grossing within the top hundred gro- game grossing this year.
1: Wow, it's got nine thousand reviews as well, and this came out a matter of weeks ago.
0: <laughs> I know, not I'm even so happy. a full month. Dude, <laughs> I'm so happy for them. Congratulations. Very
1: positive is where they are at on Steam as well.
0: Yeah. Look at the, the top other... review
1: just says what No Man's Sky should have been, and that was an early access review.
0: Ouch! Well, technically, No Man's Sky made gr- on Steam grossed in the top twelve, so. Uh, well, this no guy man- preferred it more. No Man's Sky Wizard, Wizard more
1: forty-seven money. preferred it more.
0: <laughs> oh well, Wizard thirty-seven. Forty-seven. I like. K- the the indie games that have made it into the top hundred are, are games I, I really like. I like uh Darkest yeah. Dungeon I thought it was fantastic. Like the best damn game I had yeah, so I much fun with Darkest it. Dungeon.
1: Is that the two D side on one? Oh
0: Is that yeah. Darkest Dungeon? Oh, yeah. it's so good. I've like it's so good. It's atmospheric and it, it's it scratches all those itches. It has the it's like a you have a roster of people, it's like Pokemon in a weird fucked up way, but not at all, because <laughs> mm. you have a, a roster of characters. Except like, if you kill a character, they're dead. You can't like take them and like, I don't know, microwave their Pokeball and they come back. No, they die. <laughs> they go crazy yeah. and they die. Oh shit! Um, it's a it's a good game. I can't explain it really. Uh, it's got a lot of, it's strategic. Um, uh, just check it out. Check it out. I'm surprised we haven't played it yet. That was For me, that was actually one of the highlights of 2016 was that game. So I'm really glad they made it in the top 100 gross. Like, I'm glad they made money. I I think they're out on console.
1: Is it the game I'm thinking of? Yeah, I saw loads of people playing this game. And it was visually very unappealing to me was what put me off it. Like, it kind of looks like Mike Mugiola art, like the guy that did Hellboy. I think I pronounced that right. I don't know. And Mm. I like that, but I, I don't know. Like... It, this I mean, geez. It's got. You've said it's good. A guy from Penny Arcade. Like their trailer is like a has a quote from the guy from Penny Arcade being like, "This is amazing." So I should. I should. I should check it out. But I don't know. Like it's turn based, and I'm not super into turn based. And like. I yeah, we
0: are very different gamers. I like strategic games. I like turn based games. This is a strategic turn-based strategy game but it's different
1: yeah i love civ like i love that kind of turn-based but like rpgs i've never enjoyed the whole stand in a line and click on the thing like that always just felt like i even remember when i was playing final fantasy 8 for the first time which was the first final fantasy i played i even remember then feeling like it was an anachronism like i was like surely technology means i don't have to do this is this fun for people like (laughs) Why, like, I get it if I was playing on a NES that, like, I couldn't have all of them running around being crazy. But, like, why are we all standing in line using menus? Like, I'm this is dumb. I I mean, I get it now. People actually like that. Like, I'm much more rounded in my opinions now. (laughs) I know why people enjoy that. But, yeah, I've never quite got that as a system, like, the whole standstill and... So again, like that was another element of it. They looked like that was it, and I was like... Yeah,
0: "Eh." I'd say I'm not big on... The the problem with RPGs is frequently that you have to go around and grind and and level up your characters so that they can do well, whereas a a good strategy game is not about grinding, it's just about employing good strategy to succeed rather than just sheer quantity of time.
1: Yeah, totally. I agree.
0: And I think Darkest Dungeon is good because you don't grind up the levels of your characters, you you're, okay. You have a strategy and you use your strategy. But I
1: think what sells this game is that one of the first things you said, which was atmosphere and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, like you, you, briefly, you briefly mentioned that people go insane in the dungeon. Like, what, what, what's going on there? Because well, like, I'm, I'm very much a feel-in-a-world oh, kind of guy. I can't explain
0: it to you, man. Like, you gotta... Uh, you just gotta do it? The voice acting is really good. Uh, Ooh, you, these I like random that. events happen. Over time, people start to go crazy. If, somebody, mm-hmm. um, if you let somebody go too crazy then they they'll most likely um they'll they'll become a masochist or a sadist or some other terrible thing and they'll they'll just cause all kinds of drama for your party. They'll oh, attack shit. other members. They'll they'll bring other people down. Um you don't want to let your your crew go crazy.
1: And it's the dungeon itself that's causing this madness.
0: Over time, yeah. Um or there's some sometimes you'll be fighting certain like ghosts and ghosts have the ability to target people and make them slightly more crazy it's been many months since i played this game this game actually came out i think in like february or i remember it coming
1: out a while ago yeah
0: so but it was definitely a highlight for 2016 for me i thought it was fantastic
1: so you're saying this is just a game i gotta play basically i believe so yeah okay cool
0: i would have if i was you i would have bought it during the steam sale because i'm pretty sure it was like (laughs) half off, right i'm only sale. getting this
1: information from you now gwen I, you i'm sorry
0: we should have had one right like during the winter sale guys, We should have
1: we should have just said and that i mean like okay this is what you gotta buy
0: <laughs> the winter sale the winter sale and the summer sales are so insane on steam i think i picked up 10 games and i swore i wouldn't this year and i did so. i
1: did you know i didn't this year it wasn't too bad for me like i didn't ordinarily like there's so many things just sitting in my steam library that i haven't even got around to playing yet that i yeah. bought years ago in a sale <laughs> Yeah, like Tropico I, Four. I said,
0: never "Anything I that. Oh Tropico I
1: Sixteen for the eighth, two thousand and fourteen. That game was purchased, Gwen, and oh I've never God. played it.
0: I love Tropico though. That game is so fun. It's got such a fun vibe. It's got such a like you jam into the music and you're you know El Presidente and yeah. I don't, I just uh, I I don't know where I'm going with this. I just really like that game. You love you those
1: should... games. I, I oh, should play yeah. it. <laughs> I bought Unless it. You,
0: games you should play uh that one's fun that one's fun um a friend of mine a very close friend of mine went to go work on the slime rancher team i mentioned this, i and I'm saw still, that i'm looking it's at the, the games 100. that are in the top 100 yeah, yeah i saw uh, slime
1: rancher i was like man i should look into that look at these happy guys like you
0: know this game came out and i was like how is it doing this well it looks stupid when it was in early <laughs> access and then the more I watched it, I was like, yeah, this game still looks stupid, but I would smile as I said it. And then eventually I'm like, mm. this game is the happiest goddamn game. And you read through people working on this game must be really fulfilling because you read through what the reviews, what people are saying. And people are just like, I was really down. And then I played Slime Rancher and now I feel really good about life. <laughs> like everybody. Fair, yeah. it's just...
1: Overwhelmingly positive user reviews.
0: Yeah. It's like somebody's just beaming oh, smiley faces into your soul. What's...
1: Crazy about Astroneer, right? So <laughs> we're back at Astroneer. Uh, yeah, but like talking about the craziness of how this is sold. Slime Rancher came out 14th of January 2016. Has seven thousand reviews, right? Didn't mm. I say Astroneer has like nine thousand, or did yeah. I go crazy? Hang on, let
0: me. Yeah, Astroneer took off in like three weeks. It's
1: got more reviews than that game has <laughs> in a year. Like and then it's overwhelmingly positive and it's a top seller and. I
0: wonder how. Yeah, they've got how... nine
1: thousand and eleven reviews. Do you and have it's the data on how long they
0: were in early access compared to Slime Rancher because part of it is so there's strategy. Oh, there's okay. different strategies, right? Like there's the strategy that you come out in early access and you kind of like have a slow burn and you slowly build up the number of people that play, and then there's the strategy where you get a lot of press and you get the press really excited and you don't come out in early access and then bam you launch the game and you get. Your initial nice. sales are really intense. And part of that is really good because like if you're using that strategy, most people find games by seeing other people playing games. Yeah. Um, and so if you can get a lot of buzz really, really quickly, um, you can kind of spike the charts and, and that that's it. it snowballs, right? Let me. YouTube. Whereas if you come out in early access, I think Slime Rancher was more of a slow burn kind of style. Yeah. It came out I've in early access. I've people not played it, but I've heard of it. more and more people in. Um, eventually they launched... Like they had a, those games do well, especially if you want to, Okay. that's good if you want to iterate with your community and, and kind of like build up a game and let the game change and evolve. Um, if you want to compare uh, an a example of how this can go right or wrong, Darkest Dungeons is a great example too. Uh, so Darkest Dungeon was in early access, built the game up with their community. Um, they made a change um, pretty late, like close to launch. About how corpses, um, basically, after you kill some, I said position matters a lot. They yes, change you something. Did. So when you kill somebody, it leaves a corpse. So it doesn't change the position, which mm. changed the strategy of the game quite a bit. Um, huh. And their fans were furious. They were <sighs> raging. They're like, how dare you change this game? that hasn't officially launched yet. Uh, oh, no. Even if it hasn't officially launched, I paid money for this game. Uh, and, and Steam Even had Even though to come...
1: I'm aware of what Early Access is and how this all <laughs> you'd think, right?
0: Well, back then, I mean, you and I do because we're in the industry, but some people buy games True. in Early Access, especially back then before Steam was really, Valve wasn't really good about declaring this is an Early Access game and it will change. Mm. Now, if you look at an, a game yeah, that's in Early huge. Access, it has that, yeah, it's got a huge banner now. It's like, gameplay yeah. may change
1: yeah this is early Um, access just so you know (laughs) yeah
0: proceed with caution uh at the beginning of this year i don't think they had or at least last year i don't think they had that Mm. uh so people were really furious at darkest dungeon it it was one of the uh they had a kind of rocky launch because of it um still game of the year fantastic game you should play uh slime rancher had the opposite experience they came out in early access um i don't think they ever really had a ton of press People are just like this game's adorable.
1: Yeah, I oh found Oh my god, they I, added
0: a new feature. I love the new feature. Oh my god, there's a new feature. It's even cuter. And it just kept happening. <laughs> oh. Well, it was an
1: it was totally an osmosis game for me cuz like you say I didn't I didn't hear fr- about it through like press means. It would just crop up on stuff. Like it would be like I'm looking through just YouTube and there would just be a video there like slime much. I'd be like those things look cute and like I've still Not played it, but I'm very aware of it. And I'm pretty sure, like, isn't it coming out on Xbox now? Didn't they, like, early access it for Xbox now?
0: I'm not sure. Xbox does have that uh, games preview.
1: Games preview, that's what they call it. I could go into that.
0: I'm not sure how I feel about that, to be honest. I feel like if you buy an Xbox, it's because you want uh, an experience that is highly curated and is perfect and is done.
1: You know what, though? You know what? I I remember them launching that. And I get you. I know what you mean and you could be right on that front but i know that there is a case for the fact that pc gaming has got bigger and bigger over the last few years thanks to youtubers and twitch streamers and there's a lot of people playing early access games but kids or just people that just can't afford a gaming pc can't get on that yeah. and i i can totally there's totally a market that exists of kids that love YouTubers and that like they want to play ARK even though it's in early access and stuff like that because all the YouTubers Is are. Is
0: still in early access?
1: Fucking ARK, don't even. He- I oh, God, that They're- game sucks. Don't even get me <laughs> getting started on ARK. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: I-, I didn't mean to I didn't mean to hit a nerve here. I was thought they had launched officially. It shouldn't were have still- just been like that game. No, you're leave that. Leave that in. You can't be positive all the time. You're too positive. (laughs) It's not realistic. I forbid you from cutting that moment.
1: Okay. Nobody can
0: be that happy all the time. Arc is like I never played Arc it's not my thing. I
1: had a terrible time playing Arc. I like it Oh, you open it up and it's like there's all these different servers that you can log into, but you have to download different things for different servers to work. So once you've installed it, you've then got to install different things. On top of it, they didn't tell you initially. And then when you finally get one to work, which seems to take forever, like on, on these horrible, ugly-looking menus and shit. And like th- none of this would have bothered me had I got in and had a fun experience, but I didn't. I got into the game. It was dark in the world, so I couldn't see anything. You begin with nothing, so it was like, well, I can't even see. Like, <laughs> like there's, there's, there's nothing. And then I got killed by I don't know what. And I was like, oh right. My God. So I load in again, and it's just me running around, like picking up bits of flint, and like it's all janky. And like people run up to you and they can seemingly just talk at you. So I was like, on, hey what's going on? And it's like, I, I don't want to talk to people. What the fuck's going on? And like, <laughs> that's just me. But oh, like, man. oh, it was such a janky experience I was just like, and this was a whole other thing, because I remember people being mad when they launched an expansion for a game that's still in early access. And it was like, the fuck is this? Like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. People Fair love enough. it, though. Huge following. Huge following. Sounds like, but,
0: I was going to say, they should have a time limit to how long you're allowed to be in early access. But it sounds like that's a game that deserves <laughs> to still be in early access if it's that difficult I mean, to get your yeah. on ramp.
1: Um, oh, Arc, it was, let's yeah. see.
0: They are in the top 25 selling games, I'll which doesn't surprise huge. me. Yeah, it's huge
1: it, like and that that i would say like a game like that is why i get why xbox does its preview program because you because
0: it, it's, it's the got... only way because arc will never leave <laughs> early access and it's <laughs> the only way it'll ever come the only way they can get it oh that's no, sad but I probably but i think
1: people people that don't have pcs do value being part of that experience like i still value being part of minecraft when it was in beta that still feels like something that was kind of cool like i was yeah. like. Oh, I played it before it launched. Like 1.0 didn't exist when I played it. I was like, oh yeah, you kids get an end nowadays and you get also, a, oh, we didn't have that when I was playing it. You're, you're <laughs> lucky. <laughs> All of that, it feels kind of cool. So I can kind of see that. I can see why you would do that as a company. And particularly a company like Microsoft that kind of get the PC thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think, I don't know. I no, could be I wrong. think they,
0: when they first did it, I assumed it was because I think they're like, when they first launched the Xbox One, they were coming out with this this philosophy that, uh, like, cross-play, you buy a game for Xbox One, you'd also have it on yeah. your PC and that sort of thing. It's
1: kind of only just happened now, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is... It was the ambitious cool. goal.
1: It was. It was. Uh, well, the fucking... I mean, that's a whole other podcast for another day, because we're getting probably nearer the end than we are the start. But the ambition of the Xbox One is a god that's an interesting topic and such a shame in a way because there were some cool things that got completely cut along with the things that people didn't like like i remember them saying that like i could just i could put the disc in once install it and i never had to put the disc in again so that's kind of cool because i'd like that means i don't have to look around for discs i've installed (laughs) it that makes sense to me yeah but like then they got rid of that because it was like we're not doing the whole you can't share it thing like all of that because it was one install and stuff like that so they were like well you can't do that part of it either anymore because that doesn't work without this and i was like oh (laughs) so there was a lot of stuff like got cut that was like oh
0: well they had to change to stay competitive i mean when they came out they had they were trying to do so many ambitious things at the same time Mm. um and the idea of being uh always connected to the internet was just got them so much bad press yeah they had to throw out the baby with the bathwater when they threw that one out i think uh, a lot of the features, a lot of like the the cloud stuff uh, that was going to mm. rely on the idea that your Xbox had to always be connected to the internet. I think, I suspect a lot of that got, um, a lot of the, the cloud support that they were beating the drum about early on, it sounds like a lot of that just kind of stopped talking about it. and It kind of just stopped happening. Yeah, I mean, I don't, essentially. I'm not a programmer, but I'm not seeing, co- I, rem- I recall in the very beginning when they were saying things about how uh most of your computing would be done um, online
1: yeah in the cloud however that was going to work
0: yeah exactly and you could the games could be way way more advanced because of it yeah Um, like they were saying i mean they've
1: said i remember since the ps2 them saying the machines were going to be future proof because the ps2 had that expansion port on the back and they're like it's future proof check out the expansion port (laughs) that's just a big hole that seemingly a hard drive was put in later or something but like (laughs) they've been saying that for ages consoles but that was the first time that i think i remember someone saying it and being like oh i kind of get that i kind of get how that could be future-proof if your processing power is done online more than it is the console but yeah but again that
0: had to get thrown out because they had um such a such incredible negative press around needing to be always online and such yeah. and in general the idea that it came out uh the, the xbox one was gonna cost like a hundred dollars oh, more than the ps4 that, that was, wrecked that, them
1: that well that was it that was like i think we had that discussion before it was like when parents came into the retail place i was working in that sold games like the GameStop equivalent of the uk mm-hmm. and they were like why would i pay more money for the xbox one than the ps4 and it's like do you want the connect it's like not really. If the answer was not really, it was like, then you have no reason to pay more money for that. They have exactly the same games, pretty much, except for a couple of exclusive exclusives. So yeah, that that sucked for them. But
0: yeah, I mean, that being said, it, it, it's a damn good console. I like my Xbox I know, right? One so do
1: i i actually i tweeted that the other day and some people were kind of confused i was like do you know what (laughs) i think i've used my xbox one more this year than i have my ps4 and i think i kind of prefer using it and it's just for really superficial reasons like i just prefer the way it lays stuff out and like it's way easier to use as a thing that's got all my netflix and everything on it than the ps4 and little things like but Mm
0: -hmm. i don't know i just kind of like it plus i like the the
1: exclusives more
0: oh my god if you told me back during the 360 days that you would like the xbox one more than the ps4 because of the user interface i would have just laughed until i cried
1: oh really i prefer the xbox 360 man
0: I, I know that dude. I don't like the user interface of any of the consoles, to be honest. I think it's uh, oh, just, none of them are
1: perfect. Don't get me wrong. They
0: are so difficult to navigate. I don't have a solution. I have only problems. But like, netf- <laughs> <laughs> like Netflix is a great example of unless you're willing to just search, you're not gonna find what you're looking for. Or just I I don't know where I'm going with this. I every time I pull up those interfaces i just feel anger
1: none of them are perfect yeah i'm totally with you on that but i'm
0: not i'm not perfect either and this podcast isn't perfect hey probably wrap it up
1: we probably should gwen all
0: right it was great it was great chan you chris well
1: as it was great chan you gwen Frey.
0: have a wonderful start to the new year This has been a lot of fun. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen who are listening, you have been in the dialogue box.